how did you actually find out that you were gluten intolerant? An interesting story. I was listening to a podcast. Growing up, I had the sensitive stomach in the family. So my brother and I, we had this belief that when you eat, you get a stomach ache. And everyone else is just like, yeah, I don't think that's the thing that Kenyans have. I think, you know, you've been watching too many movies. Oh yeah, we live in Kenya. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about gluten-free living in Kenya. That's a fair introduction of Samantha Mugeni. And Darren Collins. And together we are the Gluten, gluten Warriors. Warriors. We worry about gluten. Oh, everyone and welcome to Gluten Warrior. I am Samantha Mugeni. And I am Darren Collins. And today, Darren looks different. What did he change? Uh, the hair situation. What is it? Did you cut it? Le- no, I, cut it? Cut it. <laughs> I pulled it back. I pulled it back. I see. I yeah. see. You look like you're going to school. I am. I'm going to the School of Podcast Information Ooh. Academy. Mm-hmm. And what are you learning there today? I am learning all about Samantha's view of gluten-free living in Kenya, part two. (gasps) Whoop! I'm actually excited about this second part because we get to talk about uh, tips and tricks while at restaurants. Yeah, very practical. Mm -hmm. How to order for food, how to talk about what you want to eat, etc., etc., it's a tricky part because this is the part where it suddenly goes from a private issue to a very public one. This is the time when, as someone who's trying to figure out what's wrong with their body and maybe thinks has they have figured out what's wrong with their body, mm-hmm. now has to publicly start to say things. And a lot of us aren't prepared. And even if we are prepared, we are uncomfortable with it. And if we even got past the discomfort, maybe we're just sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. And so this is tricky and mm-hmm. we got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, can we start by um, talking about the part where people think we're divas because we always just have requests whenever we're at the restaurant? Yeah, that is really hard. I remember the very first time I ordered a, a salad and it was not um, it was not the kind of salad that usually comes with croutons. Mm-hmm. And then it showed up with croutons and I was like, um, can, can I please have a have a new one and my sister was just like can't you just pick it out mm-hmm. it's like that's I, not how it I, works I'm, I'm not trying to be that guy yeah. I, I just don't want to be sick for the rest of the night and mm-hmm. I don't want this cascade domino effect of pain mm-hmm. to go on for the rest of the week mm-hmm. <sighs> so what did you do um, I probably picked it out that was early, early, early on uh, you know, I where see. I didn't have the boldness to be able to say this is not the, the, the social discomfort of looking like I'm picky is not worth the pain and it's interesting you say that because now i'm thinking about like if i'm an introvert and i'm really shy mm-hmm. um because i know like for most of us the like kenyan women when we're getting our hair done it takes a lot of courage to be able to tell the stylist that what she's doing on your hair is not what you wanted so i'm thinking about now discovering that you're intolerant to gluten and you've walked into a restaurant and you have to order food and what comes is not something you can eat and you're just you don't know how to say it yeah yeah that's really hard and especially tough. you know you don't want to send things back mm-hmm. so that there's sort of two parts but part of it is being excruciatingly clear with what you're saying because you're, you're not actually asking for something difficult mm-hmm. like someone who's making food yeah. can easily 
not add a certain ingredient or can or not or, or if it's not even an ingredient it could just be one of the sides mm-hmm. say no no I don't want that side mm-hmm. please please don't let it touch the plate mm-hmm. now, that's not hard to do but asking to asking someone like I I used to have to say and no toast please I'm allergic to toast mm-hmm. don't even let it touch the plate that was a phrase I would use all the time all the time yeah, yeah please I'm allergic to toast mm-hmm. don't give me any toast don't even let it touch the plate yeah and which isn't hard but saying that mm-hmm. is like the worst diva like, oh, like, like yeah are you kidding me it how dare so you say, talk down to me <laughs> like, I'm not trying to talk down to you I just don't want to be sick and I don't want to send it back if it yeah. does come with it yeah that's crazy. Um, for me, I experienced this when I'm ordering takeout. So, oh, you may not know this, or you might know this. I'm also allergic to caffeine. I did not know that. <laughs> okay. So I just can't do caffeine. All right. I'm not starting another podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> mine is enough. Okay. Um, so whenever I'm placing my orders, like for breakfast, um, that person who's like, okay, I would like a decaf. Sometimes I probably also want a soy or almond milk, depending on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that day. And then I'm done with the coffee order. Then we go to the breakfast order and I'm like, okay, so I don't want toast. Can I have avocado instead? And they're like, okay, yeah, you can have avocado. And I'm like, okay, but can I also have lemon on my avocado? Because, yeah. you know, it helps with the oxidation or to reduce the oxidation. Yeah. And then it's just like a whole thing. And it's whoever is listening to me from the other side is just like, oh, my God, who is this person? Like, yeah. why are you like this? But I have to be that specific. Otherwise, I won't get I won't get to have breakfast. Yep. Yeah. It's hectic. I've missed a lot of meals. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. It used to be more than a touring team. We all go out to dinner. Yeah. And choose a place that just doesn't have, doesn't have any Stuff options. You can eat, Sometimes yeah. there's no options. Yeah. Um, I had recently traveled to Doha in Qatar. And so in Doha, because of like, kind of like the language barrier, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're ordering food, there's this Yemeni restaurant I visited and I wanted to have um, the way they serve their food. There was like this bread that they serve with this type of chicken. But I wanted the chicken with like a side of fries instead of the bread. And I tell them, okay, can I have this chicken but like with fries? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this chicken comes with um, bread. And then this other chicken is the one that comes with fries. But the chicken that comes with fries is a breaded chicken. Yes. Which I cannot eat. (laughs) And I was just like, "Ah, okay, I'll just have some juice. Thank you. Which brings us to one of the most difficult parts of all. Mm -hmm. And that is, yes, potatoes are safe. Yes. But fries, or as we like to call them chips here, Mm -hmm. at a restaurant that has more mm-hmm. than just chicken and chips offers other things almost all of the time. Their fryers are not only used for chips. Yes. They're also used for things that are breaded, whether it's some sort of breaded chicken mm-hmm. or it's some sort of, or just uh, onion rings. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you go to a restaurant and there is onion rings on the menu, mm-hmm. don't have the French fries. Yeah. Even though they're the 100% gluten-free French fries, I'm 
almost 100% that they're using the same fryer mm -hmm. and you're getting so much cross-contamination, you will feel like you just doused yourself in gluten. Yeah, yeah. And there are times <laughs> when, you know, I've been to a restaurant, I just had, you know, I had fries and maybe just basic chicken or something. And I go home and I feel like I've been glutened. And I don't understand. And then, you know, when you start thinking about it, you're like, mm -hmm, the fryers. Definitely the fryers. This is a cross-contamination situation. Cross-contamination is what really makes going out to dinner hard. Yeah. So even if the menu item does look safe, there's a really good chance that the grill, like, uh, for instance, like in America, it's very common for people to lightly grill the hamburger bun. On, mm. on the grill top mm -hmm. and so if you have a steak that's on the same grill top it's yeah. just been used for a hamburger bun to mm -hmm. heat that thing up you're getting all these crumbs in there mm -hmm. and you're getting cross-contaminated and that's so depressing and so i know my brother used to actually he'd go to the same place so it got a little bit easier mm -hmm. but he'd say can you please clean the grill first because that is not an uncommon thing for yeah. a chef to actually clean the grill between meals but mm -hmm. when you're in a hurry those guys are not scraping it clean every single time no no, and you know you're not in the kitchen to check. Yeah, yeah, you're not. So, 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 th there's sort of these levels. I find that the really, 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 really low level restaurants in Kenya are great. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to like a street food place or a yeah. place that's just like a little cafeteria, like in the industrial area, mm -hmm. they're not they're not spreading this food extra far by using wheat. Mm -hmm. They probably don't have flour even in the kitchen. Yeah. They may not be one of the things. So that's a safe place to go. Mm -hmm. Then you have the middle of the road places. That's where all of a sudden you have start to have trouble because then there's cross-contamination with the other yeah. ingredients. Or they're, they, may, they may even have mashed potatoes, but they're thickening the mashed potatoes with mm -hmm. flour yes. just to make it go a little bit further. Yeah. And there's some who also use the... Um, the flour in the fries to make them more crispy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They might just so. have a light dash of flour on the fries. Ooh. So, so the, so the, the, the place that you're most likely to go with friends mm -hmm. is going to be the most dangerous place. Yeah. For then sure. if, you're, if you're going on a hot date and you're going to a really high end place, yes. yeah, you might be okay because then you can actually, you could even talk to the chef. Like, yeah. Hey, can you talk to the chef for a minute? And they're mm -hmm. like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, Hey man, um, I, what I, what I say is I say, I love all food and I bet yeah. you're great. But can you tell me, I'm super allergic to uh, gluten, mm -hmm. which is uh, you know, wheat, barley, wheat, rye. Barley, yeah. And then, but also for me, I'm pretty sure I have a problem with soy. It's a different podcast. It's a different thing. But I'll just say like, and, and I'm, and I'll just say soy. That yeah. way, it, it takes soy sauce off the menu. Um, and I'll say, what do you got? as well. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I really think so. But it, it, I have theories about why that is. But okay. Um, in, in any case, the point is that the chef can go, oh, yeah, um, sure. So I have this, this, and this that has, has none of those ingredients. Mm -hmm. like, Thanks, man. Mm. I'll, I'll take that. And yeah. The waiter's right there. And the waiter's mm -hmm. like, cool, okay. And it's easy peasy. Yeah. But you can't do that at, like, CJ's. <laughs> no. Yeah. CJ's, what you guess is what you get. But there's a time I was at uh, Inti with my sister. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had the sashimi platter. Uh, which is awesome, of course, without the soy sauce. And then I, there was nothing I could have for like dessert. So I was like, I guess I'll just have ice cream. And then, so I was talking to the waiter and I'm like, can I just get, you know, a scoop of vanilla ice cream? And he asked me why, you know, we have such good options. And mm -hmm. I told him I'm intolerant to gluten. So he was like, just give me a moment. I'll go talk to the chef. So he went to speak to the chef and then he came back and, and he was like, the chef says we actually can make something for you that's gluten-free. 
um, with your ice cream if you're okay with that. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, yes. That's so Yeah. Good. And it came back and he had done like this nice crumbled biscuit things with some fruit and ice cream on top. He had like a gluten-free biscuit thing? He had a gluten-free biscuit <sighs> thing. Just wow. Hiding in the kitchen somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never felt so understood. I it's, was it's like, weird, oh my right? gosh. When someone knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's usually someone has a relative or they have a kid. Mm. And they go, oh, I, I understand. Yeah. The, the empathy levels shoot through the roof if they have a kid who mm-hmm. also has that problem. Or even just siblings. There's, yeah, siblings. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I find that families that really know about it are people who have kids that are on the spectrum, on the autism spectrum, because uh, a lot of time that seems to have some relation. Yeah. And so almost all those families, like well, if I go to visit their house, they go, oh, yeah, we understand. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and Or if they're out uh, for dinner, yeah. you know, they've, they've figured it out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was visiting someone in, in San Francisco a few weeks ago, and um, uh something was going on with her her kid is on on the spectrum and and he uh he was acting something was going on with his behavior and she goes you had wheat today didn't you (laughs) and he's like yeah i had some donuts whatever and she goes darren tell him and i was like hey man you can't you can't like you can't do this you can't you know he's not making eye contact with me or anything Mm -hmm. he's not really talking to me but he's he's listening he knows what he did for sure and i'm like dude you can't make exceptions i know it's delicious but you'll feel so much better and she's like, yeah, keep, it, keep telling do it. Them. Yeah. Um, but so that tends to be uh, one sort of like refuge of people who understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's uh, that's nice yeah. when someone does actually feel it. Uh, when, what, do you remember what night of the week you were at NT? It was a lunch, a Saturday. Oh, really? Wow. Saturday lunch. Yeah. yeah. I find that week, weekdays are, are great at nice restaurants because the chefs aren't like – Busy. slammed yeah and they, they uh what was the, what's the famous chef's name that uh, Which uh one? did the uh, uh anthony bourdain uh-huh in his one of his books he said like sh- sh- we sh- as chefs mm-hmm. it's the monday through thursday crowd that like keeps our restaurants going mm. they're, they're not out for a special occasion they're, yeah they're the people who keep us going and we tend to appreciate those crowds more yeah because you're probably here because you like the the place yeah, not, you're not trying to impress you're, someone you're not trying to you're not trying not, something something new. to do on a saturday yeah night. it's like you actually like their food and so mm-hmm. they, they like you back oh um, but that's now any, i know but but the thing is is that these middle of the road restaurants i also find that like in nairobi mm-hmm. those are the ones that you get food poisoning at mm-hmm. because they're, they're they're not high end but they're not they have refrigerators but they treat the refrigerators like they're time machines <laughs> like, like like food lasts forever it's inside like them goes there. <laughs> and the power goes out on them and so they don't, yeah and so there's all kinds and of they other don't issues have backup. Uh-huh. Or, or they don't have their employees aren't that well trained at cleaning mm-hmm. the blenders yes oh my gosh like art cafe is like it's like diary really central. Do you know I, I only ever go to a cafe for cocktails? Happy hour. Yeah, it's, only, it's the only time. I'm they those go. guys. It's, it's airplane food. They don't make. They don't. They don't have kitchens. They don't make the food there. Really? But why do they hold themselves in such high regard? It's just marketing. I see. Well, cheers to those marketers. Yeah, I applaud cheers to you. having drinks there and nothing else. Yes. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So at restaurants, here's the deal. If mm. if, if I believe, here's my thought. Okay. If you are worried at all that maybe things aren't what they seem and that the ingredients are being cross-contaminated or being thickened or made made to go the extra distance by adding wheat to them mm-hmm. just to fill out the plate more, mm-hmm. which is something they do, 
um, have breakfast foods. An omelet is almost always safe. Or even just eggs. Yeah. Just, yeah, you know, I mean, plain yeah. eggs. Well, and that's not super cool. To, you know, <laughs> everyone's having dinner and you're like having, you know, a, a sunny side up egg. But yeah, that's a, that's a, tends to be a safe one. Yeah, it's usually me with, uh, you know, I'll have my potatoes and eggs. Unless the restaurant tells you, yeah, no, we don't serve breakfast right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a difficult one. You're like, I yeah. guess I'll just drink wine. So the other way to go is to have like a really nice chef salad. Yes. Like, it's hearty. They might have they might have corn. They might have tuna. They might mm-hmm. have ha- ham and and uh, other other things in it mm-hmm. with all the leafy greens. Yeah. And so you can at least to get a full meal, mm-hmm. and you don't feel like a total outcast. I agree. With the or yeah, I think be careful with the Caesar salad. Yeah, because they'll, yeah. they'll throw croutons. Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is, is they're not trying. It's instinct. They make these things so quickly and so fast. Yeah. That when you when you tell the waiter, hey, hold the croutons. They may communicate that to the chef, but the chef's got a thousand things going on. Yeah, that's He's just going to th- do it like he always does. Mm-hmm. And then the oops, and then maybe pick them out or whatever. So, yeah, I wouldn't go with the, what's the one? What's it? Caesar salad. It's tricky. Caesar, yeah. yeah, it's very tricky. Um, and then I think also just, you know, don't be afraid to, sometimes gluten is, is a big word um, yeah. for a lot of people. So just say, go to the specifics and ask, does this have wheat? Does this have rye? Does this have barley? Mm-hmm. If it does, don't eat it. Um, go for options that um, don't have that. Ooh, it just occurred to me, we were talking about this earlier. When you go to restaurants that indicate that a certain meal is gluten-free. Yes. With the nice sign. Mm-hmm. And then the meal is not. That's a tricky one. Hmm. It's a real tricky one. And usually, and this is sort of a sideline thing that everyone should be aware of, it's, it's, it happens in the sauces. Yes. You'll find that the dressings for the salad may actually have wheat in them. Mm-hmm. So vinegar, vinaigrette, and oil and vinaigrette, or vinegar, whatever that's called. Vinaigrette. That's the safest way to go. Yeah. All the rest of them are suspect, depending. If they're, if they're made right there, mm-hmm. maybe they have their own, their own recipe. That yeah. Be okay, but if they're just buying it from the... From a, a supplier, mm-hmm. tricky. But anyway, um, so I don't know. What, what do you want to say about those restaurants that have the little, uh, the little wheat symbol with a cross through it, like danger? Yeah. And they put it right next to the item and say, "This is." And then they give you free chicken with soy sauce. Yep, <laughs> because they don't actually know. Yeah. They have only a basic understanding, and they are marketing. Unfortunately, what well, I want to say, do better. I think um, there's this notion that. Um, because gluten-free leaving has kind of become a fad, the people who do it as a lifestyle thing, like, you know, the diet. It's probably what it is. Yeah. So you find that um, when they put that soy sauce because they don't know better, they're thinking that the person who's asking for a gluten-free meal is doing this for diet, right? Yeah. But then there's those of us who (laughs) we just, we have to. This is our way of life. And when we take anything that has gluten, we actually fall ill. That's a, that's a, that's a true thing. Mm. I, because something happened in the marketing where I, I don't know how it happened, but it went away from people having a disease mm-hmm. to people living a healthier lifestyle. Because yeah. generally speaking, you know, removing a lot of those carbs from your diet can, can be better for you. Yeah, get you healthier. But there's a big difference between 
trying to be healthy and trying not to die. Because yeah. one thing we didn't really talk about is that it, 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 it can be bad enough to where you stop absorbing nutrients and like any auto, auto or, or like some autoimmune diseases, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll die of related causes. Yeah. It, it, it gets to that point. If, mm-hmm. if you, if you remain on this for the, your whole life, you'll find you'll have some other ailment that will take your life. And it's probably started from there. the first domino yeah. was, was gluten. So do better restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a tricky one for sure. Yeah. Hmm. What else you got? I was thinking about something else about restaurants. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was. I should have written it down. We'll probably talk about it in the next episode. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, let's see. What to ask for, what to look out for. I think we have everything. Do we cover? So right now we're basically just doing a cursory view, overview of yeah. what it means for those of you who are just now feeling like maybe there's something wrong and maybe this is the direction to go or if you definitely know this is the, 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 the problem that you're experiencing these are some tips from people who've been living with it for a long long time mm-hmm. here in here in Kenya um, what else about Kenyan eating though can we oh, I thought it was something else I swear maybe really not, maybe not maybe not I don't know I we think can I'd... name names in the future yeah restaurants we we definitely like in restaurants we definitely don't like. Yeah, and the experiences that we've had in both of those kinds of restaurants and our advice to you, should you like to visit them? So I would give some parting words, and that is be bold. It really is not worth it to sacrifice your health just because it's socially awkward. And maybe one of the things you can do is ask whoever you're dining with to speak on your behalf. That makes it a little bit easier and I, I, one of the greatest things, I had a, a friend who we were at a restaurant and he said it, he saw the meal come by mm-hmm. and he saw the toast all over. And he mm-hmm. goes, even before they said it in front of me, he yeah. reached out and says, no, I need you to take this back. Yeah. My friend ordered it without toast mm-hmm. and I need you to just go ahead and take it back and, and do this again. Yeah. And I didn't say a word. And I was like, it was Impressed. so relieved because yeah. like, oh, I don't have to deal with this. And there's something about advocating for someone else that's easier. Mm-hmm. I guess this also goes for like um, people that know people who are gluten intolerant and just showing up for us. This is one of the ways to show up for us, right? Mm -hmm. It goes beyond just um, saying, okay, when I host you in my house, I will not make X, Y, Z, right? But even when we decide to hang out somewhere, just going the extra mile to check, do they have gluten-free options in the menu? Because I'm going with Sam or I'm going with Darren. And I know if I take them to Pizza Hut, they'll have nothing to eat. Nothing. Right? But yeah. If we, but, if we, <laughs> but if we go to Sanford's Chicken and Chips, yeah, I know. Dude, we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> we're okay. Yeah, as long we're as we're okay. not doing breaded chicken. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's also just knowing that um, just because we're on a gluten-free diet doesn't also mean that eating out with us is always going to be expensive. Yeah. Sunfoot is like affordable, if you ask me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they have good food. And you can get it at 1 o'clock in the morning (gasps) when you're in the CBD. Yeah, or even at 3 a.m. in the morning on your way home from a night out because you know better. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So there's options. So stick around, stay tuned, uh, watch some more of our episodes or review them on whatever platform you're on. Mm -hmm. We are the um, gluten-free worriers. We're not worriers. (laughs) We're just people who worry constantly about our guts. Uh, But I will say it's worth it. 
it's worth it to just say no to that stuff. Yeah. Like he said, be bold, ask for what you want, be specific, and yeah, look out for your health. Jesus, the Gluten Warrior, Samantha McGinney, and Darren Collins. Thank you.